Don't fall for the driver recruiting placebo effect. A placebo is anything that seems to be a quote-unquote real medical treatment, but isn't. It could be a pill, a shot, or some other type of fake treatment. What all placebos have in common is that they do not contain an active substance meant to affect health. This as defined by WebMD. The classic example of a placebo I'm sure we're all familiar with is the sugar pill. The patient is unknowingly giving a sugar pill as medication for whatever ails them and they start to feel better. The medication itself did nothing, but the patient wholeheartedly believed it would fix their problem and, lo and behold, the condition improves. Now by now you're probably asking yourself, what does any of this have to do with driver recruiting? Well, medically, obviously nothing. However, I believe that the principle of the placebo effect is something that we can learn from and apply to the topic. What do I mean? What is the driver recruiting placebo effect? What do I mean by a driver recruiting placebo? The main point that I mean to make here is that you can't let your fleet fall into the trap of focusing solely on cost. Far too often we see fleets zero in on pursuing cheap leads. Cheaper leads equal cheaper hires, right? Much like the patient downing sugar pills, fleets see low CPLs and start to feel pretty good about their recruiting and never really dig into any of the other recruiting cost factors. It may make you feel better to focus on the methods or vendors with the lowest cost per lead, but saving money by going for the cheapest leads doesn't guarantee your fleet will have the quality hires you need, and it could actually cost you more in the long run. What does the data say? Our hive of data-loving, number-crunching math whizzes set out to see if CPL really should be the go-to metric fleets rely on. They followed and compared 600 campaigns over six months and found that CPL and CPH had practically zero correlation. Yes, you heard that correctly. The cost of leads has no correlation to the final cost of hires. And I know it sounds contradictory, but it's true. The numbers simply don't lie. Translation, your CPL does not affect overall CPH. Our data shows the cost of leads, high or low, doesn't affect your overall cost per hire. Gobbling up the cheapest leads will not lead to getting the cheapest hires. But if CPL doesn't correlate to CPH, what does? The biggest contributing factor they consistently saw linked to CPH was a fleet's lead-to-hire ratio. This meaning how many leads you need to generate to result in a hire. This means improving your lead-to-hire ratio, or lowering the number of leads needed to result in a hire, is the most effective way to reduce your overall cost per hire. So what's the best way to lower the lead-to-hire ratio? Now that I've told you lead-to-hire ratio is the best way to reduce your cost per hire, I can already hear you asking, how do I do that? This is where it really does all come down to your specific fleet. To lower your lead to hire, you need to play to your strengths. What type of leads does your recruiting team handle best? Is it short forms, long forms, phone calls? Whatever that answer is, you need to do whatever you can to generate more of those leads. Our 2020 lead to hire data. So how do the different lead types stack up when it comes to hiring ratios? Here's a breakdown of the data we've collected this year as compiled in Randall Riley's lead match. 
Unique phone calls versus forms. Phone call lead to higher ratio, 59 to 1. Form lead to higher ratio, 50 to 1. On the end of multi-carrier leads, the total higher lead to higher ratio is 96 to 1. Phone call lead to higher ratio, 136 to 1. And the form lead to higher ratio is 91 to 1. Now, one thing to note about these numbers is that with our lead to hire data for phone calls, our team focuses on unique hire and lead rates. This number will change when taking all calls into account, as most drivers who call typically call multiple times before being hired. Unique hires and leads are measured and displayed to maintain continuity and ease of use within lead match. While this is what we see with our numbers, remember every fleet is different and your recruiters may have a different skill set. If you're not quite sure what lead type your fleet works best, you can use a quick worksheet that we've developed to help you figure it out. Simply fill it out to see where you stand and see if you're focusing your efforts on the lead type your team converts best. You can download the worksheet for free by clicking the image in the blog article. Once you start to pursue a specific lead type, you can then tailor your recruiting strategy to take full advantage of all the channels available to you. For instance, if your team is strongest with short forms, you would want to make sure you are spending money on channels that generate short forms. Targeting the lead types that give your fleet the best lead to hire ratio through the channels that deliver those leads allows you to allocate spend efficiently and provide more of the leads that convert to your team. You also need to take your recruiters and their productivity into account. Even if they work short forms the best, you can't overwhelm them or their lead to hire ratio may actually get worse. Our research tells us that for your recruiters to be as effective as possible, the optimal number of leads per recruiter per month is 450 to 600. This number, the number of leads per recruiter, is crucial and ends up having the strongest correlation to your lead to hire ratio. Any fewer and they won't have enough leads to keep them busy, but any more and you run the risk of bogging them down and inflating your lead to hire ratio. Focusing on the right lead types through the right channels is a huge component to lowering the all-important lead to hire. Now, I want to make it clear, I'm not saying that cost per lead is a useless or meaningless metric. It is something that you should monitor. However, CPL should never be the primary deciding factor when it comes down to how you allocate your recruiting spend. Data, driver recruiting, and you. If you don't have a way to track these interactions accurately, you're setting yourself up for failure. An ATS, like Randall Riley's all-new Stratus, equips you with the tools you need to contact and hire the best quality drivers for your fleet, all from within the ATS itself. If you've decided to go it without an ATS, which I highly discourage, or you're already set in that department, but are interested in digging a little deeper into some different metrics and a new way to look at how you understand your leads, like the previously mentioned cost per lead and lead to hire correlation with cost per hire data, check out the premiere episode of our new video series, Digging Deeper into Driver Recruiting with Dave. You, you see what I did with the digging in thing there? In any case, whatever you do, please resist the urge to fall for the driver recruiting placebo. It may give you those warm fuzzies inside to see that low CPL, but blindly basing your recruiting on that number is not actually curing what ails you. While important, 
Cost per lead is not the magic bullet to sink all of your time and energy into, but rather one aspect of a multifaceted process. Thanks for taking the time to listen to our latest audio article. Don't forget to check back in with us on a regular basis for brand new content. You can find us on our blog or over on our YouTube page. And if you haven't already, don't forget to sign up for our monthly driver recruiting newsletter. If you have any questions, reach out and let us know. Or you can head over to RandallRiley.com.